my feet on the plate with the garlic. It feels a bit gross. Please, Monroe. Please, Monroe. Welcome to another episode of Calling Monroe. Uh, once again, we're guestless. Once again, we're breastless. Good on, how are you feeling? Peace, Monroe. Peace, Monroe. That, that, that song is quite catchy. Is it? Yeah. I mean, I know because it's in. It's stuck in my head, I think, all the time. I, I've never listened to it before. Really? I, I've heard it. I've never listened to it. Oh, you've never like put it on in the shower or something? No. Hmm. I I've put it on in the car, but that's to like show people. This was before the podcast ever came out. All right. Uh, but a lot of people have listened to it because it's on other podcasts, as you may know. Uh, we were supposed to have a guest today. Did you know this? Uh, no. We were. We were supposed to get two consecutive episodes in a row uh, with a guest, and our guest is at the hospital, so we are guestless. What did you do to him? Uh, I did nothing. He his. His uh, bottom is not doing so great. Oh. And yeah, he'll. I was hoping he could tell us the story because he has a magnificent story. But maybe next week he can. Uh, he can tell us. Uh, all right, all right. Can we? Can we? Can we call Monroe? Jesus. Fine. I mean, what? Fine. Uh, fine. Let's call Monroe. What's up, folks? Hey, oh. Monroe. Guillaume wanted to call you. Yeah, he did. Is this a bad time? <laughs> how, how, are you, how are you feeling, Monroe? Today is payday, so I'm feeling good. Oh, oh. shit. Wait, it's payday today? today? Yeah, today. Literally today. I don't know why it's not Friday, but it, it's... It's it a Tuesday. Today. I know. I know. I got the money in my account today. How much uh, exactly? I got £1,991.50, pence, I think. Nice. In my account. Uh, so that's, I don't know. I don't actually know what I got paid, but that's what my, that's what ended up in my account in the end. That's 360,565.46 Icelandic kroner. Nice. So that's how much uh, your, that's your net worth. What is your net worth? Let's just air out your entire financial situation on this podcast. Um, well, do you I know hope- your net worth? No, I have 40 grand worth of debt. Okay, so mm. that probably puts a, a slight dent in your net worth. <laughs> are, you, are you sure Mel knew this before she said yes? Uh, Mel didn't know it. She knew this before I, I said, she said yes, but she also, when we went out, when we started going out, I was in the, what's the opposite of the, is it the red when you're above the pay line? When you're... Uh, I'm in the, in the in the black. There's black, red, and so in black the is red, bad. Is black bad? Is black bad? No, I, anyway, in the red in is the... in the red is spending and owing more money than is being earned. Okay, I'm in the red. Nice. My dog uh, is in the red because she's on her period. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's but, called in the black. In the black is having positive net income. Ooh. Continue. I also did look up. There's this little calculator thing. I don't know how accurate it is. It's called rich.reviewzap.com. <laughs> that sounds anyway, legit. <laughs> sounds very, very, very peer-reviewed. Very legit. And you stick in your country and you stick in your annual income. And then it tells you how where you are in the percentage of uh that country and then where you are uh in the percentage globally mm. oh, nice. and i'm likely to take home around like thirty-two thousand. Th- well not take home but pre-tax i'll get paid around thirty-two thousand this year mm. which mm-hmm. means i can't complain about the one percent anymore because somehow that puts me and the 0.99 percent of the richest people in the world according to this very inaccurate yeah, in the world that's in the world in, so U- in, the, in the uk it apparently puts me in the top 20, 28%. Okay. Which is crazy. I've, this is my first job. Yeah, but you've, you're a doctor. Yeah, but I, like, that's still, like, I don't know. You never, you like, you don't feel, see, you never see, feel that rich. See, you could have no. worked all the time you were studying. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, wait, have you never had a part-time job or anything? Yeah, I've had part-time jobs, yeah. Okay, but good. Thank fuck. Never, never <laughs> yeah, proper but, jobs. But, but still, in the time you took studying and staying at school, you could have worked. Yeah, so that's lost income there. I don't know. I guess I would have earned like somewhere between 20 and 25 for those years. Mm-hmm. But you're, the point of educating yourself, at least the, the financial point, right, is that you're... Uh, the amount of money that you make afterwards is going to more than make up for the lost earnings during that time. Yeah. But it's just like education be. also like supposed to make you feel good. Do you understand? It's not only yeah. financial. It's also... No, of course not. Of course not. But the financial sort of point is that. So that originally, I mean, say originally, but like way back when, like ancient Greek times, mm-hmm. like education was uh, was like a more of a hobby, right? Like it was... It was done as a, a project of passion. It wasn't, you weren't going to school to fucking learn to be a philosopher because it made you money or something. I guess by extension, then it was just the rich people that did it, which yeah, to be yeah. fair is not mm. that far. Like, I could only, I, like, I screwed up at school, so I couldn't get into med school first time around. And the only reason I can now be a doctor is because I could still stay at home and my parents could still support me through my undergrad. And then as I went on to do a degree, uh, like, my parents could still support me through that and stuff as well. That's true. So, I guess it's not that far from how things still are in a lot of ways. Yeah, I mean, this is true. Uh, yeah, you're in the 1%. Uh, but speaking of 1% uh, globally, have you heard of this thing? It's it's great. It's called the Big Mac Index. The Big Mac Index, the Big yeah. Daddy Index. It's good because Big Macs are, are good. Shout out to McDonald's. Please sponsor us because I, <laughs> I actually am uh, a genuine lover of McDonald's. I think it's great. I think it tastes good. Now, that's the sort of advertising that they're looking mm. for. It tastes yeah. good. No, but I'd like, because there's, this is real. Like, this is honest to God, just me speaking truth right now. So this is the perfect advertisement they could, like, this is what the best they can hope for, right? Me coming, going on the air in public going, it legit tastes good. It's worth getting because it's good. And I don't really think it's all that, like, uh, I think you can eat McDonald's uh, as part of a healthy diet. There's actually well, this guy. Yeah, I guess. There's actually so this guy. I saw, I don't remember. It was like, he did like an online experiment stuff. He actually ate for a whole month the healthiest yeah. thing you, in every oh. restaurant. The healthiest thing. He picked the salad every mm-hmm. time. And then he went for tests like the month or two months later. And he was like healthy, but the sodium was like out of the roof. I mean, yeah, because just I think uh, regardless of whether you're eating fancy or eating fast food, that's always going to be the case because from speaking to chefs, apparently this is the big thing is that (laughs) restaurants just salt. Yeah, and it's like someone, there was someone that said, uh, there was some chef who said to salt your food like a restaurant chef, you should take, uh, you should salt it the amount that you think is too much and then double that amount. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I had like put what he wants and a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it's, I think just eat it because that's what I mean. Restaurant food is always fucking tasty, but it's just like salty as shit, right? See, but really. this, this guy, he ordered the salad almost always. But does that come with salad dressing? Because that shit is yeah, just. Yeah, I guess. But the thing is, and then he actually gained weight. I mean, yeah. I mean, he. I thought, well, I thought you were going to say was there was the guy who lived off McDonald's for a month. Yeah, supersize me. That, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. But I mean, that was, was that was fucked. different. No. Yeah, but that's also because every time they asked if he wanted to supersize, he set the rule for himself that he had to say yes. So he was eating so fucking much. <laughs> I love that I'm, but rule. I'm not saying you should eat McDonald's all the time. I'm saying it it can be part of a part of a balanced diet, right? You can have a Big Mac uh, no, no. once a week, even. Mm. Yeah, sure. And you're perfectly fine. Uh, mm-hmm. That's the soda that gets you, I think, more than anything. Do if you have a meal, a Big Mac meal, uh, and you have with it a large sugary Coke, that's that's the one that's like, if you the best choice you can get is to not get that and get a water instead. Mm. And you've like mitigated the majority of the negative effects of that meal, I would say, as a non-doctor. Yes mm-hmm. or no? Uh, I mean, the drinking, I mean, the, drinking the calories is not, is not healthy. No, and I guess it's bad. It's worse for your teeth and stuff like that as well. Although drinking out of straw makes it better for your teeth. Yeah, because when I drink out of a straw, I put the straw all the way down my throat. <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> Straight into the stomach, people. <laughs> yeah, just pump it into me, please. I don't even want the taste. I just want the calories <laughs> and the, the glycemic index or whatever. Just stick a needle in your veins and just pump it straight in there. Yeah, that's. Uh, I read about someone who. Uh, this was 
it's reading about vodka or something about you know how, you know back back in the day people were talking about like getting drunk by putting a tampon in your ass mm. like soaked with vodka yeah. or whatever yeah jesus um that's unnecessary first of all and I, but i remember reading about something like this and then i read about some dude who had just decided to inject vodka into his veins as a means of getting drunk ah clever and apparently that is not good for your veins no, <laughs> no exactly apparently it caused like extreme irritation at the site uh, yeah and, but you can get sepsis. and then he just sepsis. Yeah, of course and then he just became like a violently drunk, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so don't do that, folks. Do not uh, inject. But shots through your eye—that's also a thing. I've never tried that. Uh, I would never. Oh, Maybe no. this can... Friday I'll try and persuade someone else to try it. So I don't yeah, have to. exactly. That's always the way to go. I actually heard someone yeah. that put his feet into vodka, and he got drunk. He claimed. <laughs> Is it not a thing where if you rub, rub this, this could be total bullshit. If you, if you if you rub garlic on your feet, then your breath smells like garlic. Okay, this I have to Google. <laughs> also, when we're finished googling this, do explain the Big Mac index. Oh yeah, I will. I will. I will. It's okay. We got these folks for an hour. They can wait. <laughs> <laughs> so I so I've googled this. Um, it says garlic contains a molecule called allicin. Oh, like Allison Jack, our teacher at oh. university. <laughs> what would happen if you rubbed her in your feet? <laughs> uh, which has properties of both water and oil, which is called being amphoteric, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Uh, because of this, it can permeate the skin in your feet and travel through your blood all the way to your mouth and nose. You'll swear you can taste garlic and that the room has a strong garlicky odor. Interesting. I've got some garlic not... in the fridge. I'm gonna go and get some garlic and rub it on my feet. So actually, oh, this please works. Do. Please this do. works in theory. This is true in theory. Yeah, but theory. we're about to find out live on the air whether this works in practice. I, I mean, I, I'm not sure it takes that quick. It's that quick to permeate the skin into the circulation, and there, and you, it's, no. I mean, we have an hour. Let's just let's just find out. Mm. Just be be a skeptic. But, you know, be open. All knowledge is provisional. Mm. So what you think you know about garlic and feet, uh, turns out you might not. He's going to rub garlic on his on his feet. Yeah, he's currently chopping garlic. I can hear it. Nice. We might edit this out. I think he's not going to be... See, see, Ragnar, now we're going to have a problem. He might, if he actually believes it, he is going to feel a taste. Oh, we Due should have uh, double-blinded, placebo-studied it. Yeah. Shit. Where are we up to, boys? So uh, we realized when you were away that we should have done a double-blind, placebo study. How are so, you going to do that? Run so Gleon, maybe on so my feet. What Gleon has to do, Gleon has to uh, take one real garlic and one thing that looks like garlic but isn't garlic and mail it to us, and we don't know which one is which. Nice. And we we sort of somehow put our feet into it without smelling it. Or you can do that um, to Mel. Is she there close by? No, uh, she's offer, in Bristol. Offer to give her a foot rub. Yeah, yeah, do that. Do that. <laughs> rub garlic into her feet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Jet I've like currently... Like a nice garlic lotion. <laughs> I've currently seen the first flow in the plan, right. which is that I already feel like I can taste garlic just because I can smell it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. but put it in your put it in your socks... Um, I know. So what I've, this the current setup is: I've got three cloves of garlic, so roughly enough for like an eighth of a meal, and then I've got it on a plate. Think, th- wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa! Three cloves of garlic is enough for one eighth of a meal. Wow, you know, you always like you. Well, you know, the recipes are always like, oh, put in one clove of garlic for this meal for four, and then you just fucking throw loads in. Yeah. Um, so I've currently got a plate. Uh, with loads of cut up garlic on it and now I'm just kind of rubbing it my feet on the plate with the garlic feels a bit gross science is happening exactly right here right now live on the air last Tuesday for you folks (laughs) 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 alright well we can come back to this later and I'll see if I can taste any garlic and then in the meantime what the fuck is the Big Mac Index right so the Big Mac Index because uh, you were saying you were part of the one percent, yeah, uh, in the world, uh, and which is this, ridiculous. Like, yeah, but like think about it. Obviously, that you know that fact is relevant and pertinent and all that sort of shit. And, on the and maybe scale, not though, true, maybe. given the fact it comes off of rich.reviewzap.com. 
I need to put in all my rich.reviewzap.com. Yeah. You are among the top 0% richest people in the world. Oh. <laughs> this means you are among the top 16,517 richest people. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Oh, no, because I put my money in Icelandic kroner, not, <laughs> <laughs> not U.S. dollars. <laughs> How do I oh, use this calculator? I don't understand. It's not clear. So where it says put in your salary, put in your salary, where it says which country do you live in, put... Global. I am constantly amazed by how incompetent Guyon is at technology. <laughs> I know. Like, uh, it was... blows me away. You know, I use technology every day. Like, yeah, you're a nerd as well. Yeah. So it's complicated <laughs> to, like, use it in an unnecessary manner. So, with my income, I can make 1 million US dollars in the next 19,230 years. Thanks, bro. That's a good good statistic. So people, when you think about millionaires and billionaires, right? Yes. This is like annual uh, salary that I put in there. Read. Can you read? No. <laughs> it says annual salary after tax. <laughs> Sorry. Jesus. Sorry. Okay. Uh, oh yeah, I didn't put after tax, so I wouldn't be in the in the. Oh, I 1%. did. Anyway, so uh, uh, when people think about, if you think about a millionaire and a billionaire, right? Guys, the garlic's really strong in my mouth right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is a definite conf confirmation. Really? Oh, gonna, yeah. Interesting. No, oh, I'm going to need to get rid of this garlic. So it's really <laughs> gross. No. I'll be right back. Please hold. Well, that was quicker than expected. So, is the taste gone out of your mouth? Um, yeah, but yeah, it's still over there. It was getting really strong. Jesus. So I'm among the 1.7% richest people in the world. Nice. Anyway, uh, what I was going to say, there's a, I have a backlog now a back <laughs> <come> on. <laughs> of things to say. So you think about uh, a millionaire and a billionaire, and you sort of put them in the same category, right? Yep. So uh, if you were to make uh, $1 every single second, right? Yeah. Then you would make a million dollars in uh, 11 days, roughly, 11 and a half days. Okay. If you were to make a dollar every single second, you would make a billion dollars in 34 years. No way. Yeah. It's a no really big difference. So also, I heard the other day that um, Elon Musk, you're, you're basically the average person is closer to being the same wealth as Elon Musk than Elon Musk is to being the same wealth as Jeff Bezos. Oh, yeah, I can see that being true. Anyway, the other thing that we're talking about is the Big Mac Index. Yeah. <laughs> so we've we've established that we live in uh, affluent countries, mm -hmm. which makes us rank relatively highly on the global sort of percentage. But obviously, you know, if you took someone on your salary and you put you in Somalia or whatever, mm -hmm. uh, then you would your standard of living could be way way higher than it is currently. Yeah. Similarly, if you took someone who was like solidly middle class in Somalia and just transplanted them to Iceland, it wouldn't necessarily be so good for them. Yeah. And the question is how to sort of quantify these sorts of differences between countries uh, because it can be quite quite difficult because you have to obviously you can look at the sorts of things that money will buy you in different countries mm -hmm. and whatever, but there's obviously if you've been to different countries, you know that things are different in different countries. So, like, uh, you can't necessarily compare a house in one country to a house in another because they might, you know, they're built differently, they're made of different stuff, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Ooh. The sort of real estate, like where it is and everything. Mm -hmm. But a thing that exists almost anywhere and is always the same product mm -hmm. is the Big Mac. <laughs> mm -hmm. it, <laughs> it's not the same in Iceland as elsewhere. Because we don't have, uh, we don't have uh, mm -hmm. McDonald's anymore. We have Metro, which is uh, essentially McDonald's. Mm -hmm. But they do have a burger that's pretty much the exact same as Big Mac. It's called a Hemsburger and I love it. Uh, anyway, so the Big Mac is a sort of a fully comparable item across uh, countries. Mm -hmm. So technically, you can use this to compare purchasing power across countries, right? Mm. To see how much you get. So in here in uh, July two thousand eight, these figures are on Wikipedia. The price of a Big Mac was three dollars and fifty seven cents in the United States, and two two pounds and twenty nine p in the United Kingdom. That's not helpful at all. No, it, which says the implied purchasing power parity was one dollar fifty six to 
every one pound. Uh, and this compares to the actual exchange rate of $2 to one pound at the time. So it means that you are sort of, your money takes you further in the US than it does in the UK, mm. right? Yeah. Just sort of by virtue of this, uh, you can see, uh, relatively speaking, a Big Mac is cheaper in the US than it is in the UK per sort of unit currency. You can also take it as the pound being overvalued against the dollar by 28% or something. So this is this is a Big Mac index. It's a way to... So if we were to do this um, and take sort of your calculated purchasing power parity or whatever, your calculated purchasing power, I mean, then uh, a, your sort of global whatever might change a lot. You might no longer be in the top 1%. In fact, you probably wouldn't be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you'd probably be closer to the top twenty percent, which you appear to be, according to like in the UK, according to this calculator. Cool. Interesting. I wonder how yeah. that would work in India, because I feel like I remember when I was in India, the McDonald's there. Uh, mm. I don't think it sold beef burgers because the Hindus mm. are quite partial to the old cows, mm. um, and so they had. Uh, like, it was a lot of vegetarian options they actually had there. I guess you could use like a Coke. Just, mm, I yeah. mean, Coca-Cola, yeah. this is actually super interesting as well. So they, uh, I think we learned this at university. Maybe you were asleep. So Coca-Cola has such a rock-solid distribution network all over the world that sometimes when you have to get important things to remote locations like medicines or uh, there was some time when they were trying to get condoms to somewhere to try to stop uh, some spread of, of probably HIV or some sexually transmitted disease, mm -hmm. uh, then instead of using their own sort of distribution networks or the post service or whatever, they use Coke. Ooh. That's cool. That's Cause very even, cool. Because even Coke is like, you can find it in fucking remote ass places. It's yeah. taken by like a raft down the Amazon and shit. I actually <laughs> heard my, my sister was like traveling Malawi. Malawi. Mm -hmm. How do you say it? Malawi. Malawi. Yeah. And she went like, she was like a doctor there. And there was, she came to a store, there was nothing there. The only thing you could buy was mice, maize. maize. Corn or maize, yeah. And Coca-Cola. <laughs> so they had like mm -hmm. this mini fridge and they had, had Coca-Cola and maize. That's the only thing the town had. That's all you need. That is all That's you the need. the two food groups. Whilst we're uh, throwing out fun facts about um, big companies and whatnot, there's an interesting mm. cigarette butts fact that I've been wanting to, to slot in somewhere. Okay, um, go for it. So, cigarettes have filters, yes? Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, and you can see that they pick up lots of crap because they get all dirty after you smoke them. Mm -hmm. yeah. However, that's not them getting dirty. Cigarette butts, cigarette filters, are actually made of pH paper. So when the smoke passes through them, they're designed so that they go a different color to make it look to you as though they're collecting up all this crap that's not going into your lungs. Mm. But actually, I think there's no evidence that they work and that they, and they're actually just made of pH paper to make you kind of psychologically feel better about what you're smoking. Ah, okay. Interesting. Yeah, here on the washingtoncitypaper.com slash columns slash straight dope nunner. <laughs> it says, <laughs> something about cigarette butts said, the short answer is no, filters don't really do anything. They're about the illusion of a lighter cigarette rather than the fact of one. Yeah. I mean, the cigarette and tobacco industry, they're, they're the worst, right? Mm. They're just, I mean, are they the worst? I don't know. There's a lot of bad in the world. <laughs> <laughs> anything, <sighs> anything big is bad. I feel like there should be, uh, this is this is a controversial opinion. I feel like there should be a limit on the size of any given country because I feel like size just means that you can be more corrupt on a on a larger scale uh, and just fucks things up. I thought about this. I thought about the fact that there should be like a like the U.S. for example. We the world would be better off if it was split into fifty different countries. Yeah, China, Russia, all these like, all these big places that have a lot of power. Yeah, but isn't it also just the fact that like if you're sort of try to consolidate a huge region or number of people under one like umbrella mm -hmm. it's just like you're guaranteed to not be able to represent people properly mm -hmm. yeah but that's i mean that's only supporting my argument more not yeah exactly i am uh, i was trying to support it <laughs> <laughs> i'm on the defensive i always agree with you monroe yeah yeah no i feel like there should just be a limit on uh on it just, who's gonna even the, even the uk but yeah, that's it. You could never police it. It's an, it's an entirely yeah. hypothetical thing because, you know, it's not like Russia, China, America are going to turn. But you know what? That sounds really good. 
This is the <laughs> problem with every like multi international thing is that there's like no one to police it. Like yeah. climate change agreements and all this stuff. Like yeah. all these countries are just gonna be dicks anyway, because they like no one's gonna do anything to them. Like all the big countries, like the the US, the UK, Russia, China, et cetera, can just do whatever the fuck they want because no one's gonna stand up to them. Mm-hmm. And it's the same for the big companies. I feel like there should be a limit on the size of a company because then it gets too big. I mean, how do you compete with Facebook? How do you compete with Apple? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean Apple, uh, they probably definitely still do, but there was, like many years ago was when they uh surpassed the US government in how much cash they had available to them. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking crazy. Like that's uh, oh my Jesus. Days. Yeah. And cash is power. Cash and is forge. power. You know and what we forge. forgot last week? What did we forget? The phone voicemail. Yay. Oh yeah, Fogie's voicemail. Which means uh, we got one now. Yeah, wait, you want it now? Yes. Uh, we can have it. I'm just worried we're gonna miss it. Uh I mean our our listeners have been have been waiting for two whole weeks for a voicemail. I know. So let's should we just give it to him early? Give it yeah. to him fast, like my ex husband. Okay. <laughs> Hold on, let me find this. Uh, he, so he's an idiot. So he sent uh, he sent three, and the first two are clearly him just not realizing how to work technology. <laughs> so this, is the, <laughs> this is the first one. Hi, Ragnar. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Uh-huh. Uh, and here's here's the second one. Hi, Colin Monroe. Big fan of the show. I'm just wondering um, if... <laughs> and, <that's it. laughs> and here's the third one where he finally managed to actually do something. Hello, Colin Monroe. This is Jamie Fogarty. So, my question is, if in those cases where the body's anatomy is uh, mirrored um, compared to everybody else is a left ventricle still the left ventricle love the show thanks bye uh, did you understand his accent we know <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mr. Fogarty I love that guy uh, did you hear so he was asking he's this is a blast from the past now that we're many weeks in the future yeah uh, he's asking about situs and versus yeah, where all your uh, organs are mirrored and he's asking yeah. Is the left ventricle still the left ventricle? <laughs> no, clearly the doctor is going to say the right ventricle. Yeah. Is is they? <laughs> <laughs> is they? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so you've got... So I guess what, what he's getting at is that you've got the left side of your heart, which is the powerful side of your heart that pumps mm. the blood around your main circulation. Then you've got the right side of your heart, which pumps the blood around your lungs at a lower pressure. And so then if you mirror your heart onto the other side of your body, then the big, powerful, muscular side of your heart would then be on the right rather than being on the left. But would you ever call it, you would still refer to it probably as the left ventricle just because yeah, otherwise, otherwise you would confuse people. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, it's like... I mean, I'm, t- I'm entirely making this up based on what I think in my head. I haven't looked this up or anything, but oh, perfect. I, I mean, if, if you mirror it, then it would have to be on the right now. Nice, spoken like a true doctor. But is, yeah, confident, is confident but is, not informed. Wait, wait, is Stevenson just mirrored? Isn't it just the other way around? Don't they just turn oh, it off? Oh, so it might not even be... Yeah, it might just be in the wrong place, but it's still... No, I'm pretty sure know, it's mirrored. The, same. the way, the way... Are you sure the, it's not just the wrong way around? So the heart is yeah, just yeah, turned backwards? Yeah, because that the, way be, that, the way that the embryo grows is normal. Like it would be on one side or the other. So I think it would just be mirrored as opposed yeah. to... If it wasn't mirrored, then things would be all out of whack in terms of like uh, plumbing. Yeah. yeah. Things yeah. would be very strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which can happen. You can ha- I think you can have the wrong, the wrong pipe. You can be born with the wrong pipes going into the wrong part mm. of the heart. So you can have the, the circulation from your lungs going into the left side. Uh, and then the circulation from your main body going to the right side, yeah. and then but they can fix that with surgery, which is pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Well, thanks, Mr. Fogarty, for asking us a question that Monroe didn't even bother researching before he answered. Uh, that was yeah. good. <laughs> uh, so, someone smart's going to be listening to this podcast, just be like, "Oh, Monroe's just talking bullshit again." Yeah, hey, I mean that's all we ever do. Anatomy. Okay. So, oh. <laughs> There's this quiz, fish that I learned of. Fish? Fish. It's called Uh Bony Eared Ass Fish. (laughs) (laughs) 
And this is some deep sea eel living in the tropics. Okay. And it like grows to 40 centi- centimeters. Okay. And it's ugly as fuck. It is, I've just <laughs> looked it up and it, it is ugly as fuck. Yeah. But they, and it has, according to Wikipedia, it has the smallest brain to body weight. The smallest brain to body weight ratio of all vertebrates. That was what I was going to say next. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you want to say you. it? No. It's, <laughs> away. it's not cool anymore. Oh, no, okay. I'm so sorry. Uh, so the reason is like they actually have basically lost their spine. I mean, they, they're mm. under so much pressure that the spine mm-hmm. and like the muscles have become like squizzy. And like there's lost some muscles and the bone is like flappy mm. they're kind of ugh. they're kind of gross can you imagine just swallowing one of these whole no it's it's they look like they should be much tall. smaller than they are it's 40 centimeters tall 40 centimeters long that's almost as long as <laughs> my arm yeah ugh. yeah that's it's ugly uh interesting fact <laughs> about <laughs> about deep sea fish yeah uh-huh. so or deep sea yeah let's just say fish everything that's in water is a fish um, it, they are ugly a lot of the time, but oftentimes this is because, uh, they are where they live in the sea. There's so much pressure that the pictures that are taken of them are taken on land where there isn't like anywhere near as much pressure. So they're all like unpressurized mm. and like gooey and shit Un, yeah. So like if they, if you saw them where they're supposed to be, they'd be more like compact and you know, well put together. Yeah. But because they're taken out, they're just like, and just like blob <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> so they might not be that ugly always. It's like you would take us to space, vacuum, and just <laughs> like, see, this is human, and we would be like, <laughs> <laughs> and your eyes are popping. Yeah, and exactly. You're, and you're dead. <laughs> so <laughs> I was at the beach the other day, and uh, I, I turned around and there's this this guy there and um, I, I didn't know him that well at the time, and, but we're, we're mates now. And um, he turned around and I was just like, fuck, I didn't, I didn't know he was that old when he looked at me. And I was like, he just looks so different. I didn't, don't remember him being like this sort of like, I don't know, he looked like he was maybe like 35, 40 or something. And I was like, oh, I thought he was kind of like basically the same age as me or whatever. Um, and his face just looked like it was all kind of like wrinkled and kind of like squished together, kind of like we were saying with the fish. That t- turned out he was just having an anaphylactic reaction. He wasn't, <laughs> oh. he wasn't actually old. <laughs> You're such a good doctor. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Uh, you're a terrible doctor. <laughs> uh, did you? Did he get? Did, is he dead now? Yeah. Oh, good. Good. Rest in R.I.P. Rest in peace. Uh, I, you know what? I just remembered. What's that? We have a game going. Yay! Yes, we do. We've had some. We, what, what, what was it again? What was it again? You gotta listen to Johan describe how to fucking how to make a snake with your hands. And then do that snake with your hands and send it to us uh, for a chance to win a real life orchidometer. Like, I know how. I know can... how to make the hand look like a snake in a different way. Okay, but that's not allowed. Why not? <laughs> Just look at your hand. Yeah. And then you put your thumb out, and all yeah. your fingers, all the fingers together. Yeah. And then you just move up and down. It's a snake. Oh shit! That's exactly like a snake. Yeah. What if you put like a sock around your hand before yeah, you exactly. do it? Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's even that's better. Even better. Uh. So we've had some submissions already. They're pretty good. Uh, keep them coming because you want to win an archidometer. I was talking to a friend of mine just now, and he has notoriously small balls, and it would be good to know just how small, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be. It would be. Like, how, how I many once millimeters? knew a man who had a third testicle. No. And he only found out when his boyfriend was playing with his testicles. And then he was like, hey, wait, there's three of these. Wait, what? How did he never... I don't know. I guess he just never really inspected them that much. Interesting. But even like, like I don't know if I've ever like inspected, but like you, 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 you know, it's just, it's your body. Like you, you get to know the <laughs> it's ins your and body. You get to not, not you. You don't even get naked. <laughs> <laughs> I was called out on this after last week's episode. And it was like, why are you uncomfortable naked? And it's not, I want to clarify for everybody that it's not an emotional thing. It's not that I'm like... In my mind, I'm uncomfortable being being naked. It's it's a physical thing. It's that like it feels more comfortable physically to wear underwear than to not wear underwear. 
Like if I was in a completely mm. dark room and it was 100% guaranteed that nobody was looking at me, it would still be more comfortable. Mm. I mean, I can't argue with you because I'm not naked right now, but I am just in boxers. Exactly. Uh, what kind of boxers do you prefer? What do you mean? As in loose or tight? Yeah. Uh, I have the uh, the tight variety. The what? The tight variety. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tight is tight is a winner, I would say. Yeah. Not for your sperm count, though. I don't think. I think you wanna you want them loose and free. Mm, yeah. It's also in, uh, if it's tight, it's not it's not easy to sit all the day. What are you talking? About? Yes, it is to sit for a long period of time. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's not good to wear tight underwear. But hmm. it's good. F- like f- it feels good. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I like I th- yeah tight boxers is the way to go. Uh, and I prefer wearing them to being naked. I think it's more comfortable. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, physically more comfortable. Don't at me. So I don't know if we want this, but in continuation of last week's theme of times when Monroe is almost fucked up really bad. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, that's this whole podcast, yeah. right? <laughs> have, I told, have I told the story about how I am only at uni because I cleaned my room? Yeah. Uh You've told me, but I'm not sure you've told the world. But you might as well tell it good again. The, good, the, you I know. know the story. You know the story. Just, Maybe I have told it before. Just tell it again, because oh, I tell it. So I uh, applied to uni, and uh, obviously didn't get into med school. And then thought, and then I also applied to do biomed. And so, whoa, got uh, the le- sidebar. If there's yeah. a a biomed. Uh, sort of program in Dubai, then obviously their like uh, social event planning group or whatever can be called Dubiomed. Nice. Uh, that's that's all <laughs> did that just, Did that just come to you in a <laughs> moment of wisdom? Yeah, because you said something about do to do biomed. Mm. And I was like, do biomed. Nice. Uh, continue. Uh, <laughs> um and uh so I'd applied, I applied to do it, but then when my results came back, I can't remember, I can't remember what I needed to get. I needed to get like uh, three Bs, and I got like an A and two Cs or something at advanced higher. I can't remember what it was. Mm. Anyway, because I didn't get the exact grades that they wanted, I just kind of assumed that they uh, wouldn't let me in. So I got my letter, which I read as a letter of rejection, and uh, told like my parents and stuff I'm not going to uni, and then. Uh, started applying for the marines i don't know if my mom's ever heard this part of the story before or not um started applying for the marines and i um started doing some of their like fitness tests and their aptitude tests and stuff whatever to kind of go down that route and then towards the end of summer i thought i'll just uh give my uh give my room a little bit of a spring clean and came across the rejection letter and just thought i don't know why but i just started reading it again and when i read it there realized it was actually an acceptance letter you're such an idiot how I cannot imagine making that mistake. I know, I know, right? And then I'm, I'd imagine how different my life would be right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you'd be killing people in Nam. I mean, <laughs> I probably would have just not got through the Marine Training Program and then just f- flopped out and done something, something rubbish. Yeah, you would have injured yourself one hundred percent. The old, the old heels would never have held up. Uh, never, absolutely never. That amount of. Mal, like negligence, is, <laughs> yeah, is negligence. shocking, and uh, is shocking, and it is not something I want in a doctor. <laughs> this is actually like a typical thing I would do. Yeah, I mean, we saw before when you were trying to do this calculator thing that you don't read instructions. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, negligence. It's. Uh, I have yeah. nothing else to say. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, Let's just shame uh, Monroe for it. Yeah, boys, I actually, I just realized I have a piece of news. Oh, yeah? Uh, this, mm-hmm. so when when this podcast comes out uh-huh. on mm-hmm. Monday, mm-hmm. Yeah. that will be my final day of officially living in this apartment. No mm-hmm. way! Yeah, that'll be the final one. I'll still have access to the studio, so I'll probably, this is probably not going to be the last episode recorded in this studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is my, yeah, this is... This is the last episode we record while I live in this place in Iceland. Ooh. Are you moving to so, Denmark soon then? Yeah, in September. So uh, our our podcast is already multinational, mm-hmm. uh, and it's about to become even more so. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be spread out over three countries. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I already found an apartment, and it has a studio space. So we're going to be back in business. I'll sound nice. radio. Nice. 
And uh, yeah, we'll be in, in Denmark, Iceland, and the UK. Mm-hmm. We might be the first ever podcast in those three countries. You know, you know I mean? we could be, but I, unlikely, I'd say. You think Very someone unlikely. else has recorded a podcast uh, with people in those three countries at the same time? Oh, probably not. On that yeah, basis. that's what I mean. Yeah. We're like the, yeah. the only podcast produced in those three countries at the same time. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's a good claim to fame. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, think so. I might I might reach out to Ravi Mina, the uh, guy who's got <laughs> the, U, the URL, facebook.com forward slash calling Monroe, and just see just see if he wants to be a guest on the show. Oh, yeah. That would be uh, nice. When you said his name, I thought that. I was like, we should get him on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> At least get him to send a voicemail. Yeah. 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 I think that might be better because if he's boring, I don't, I don't want to. <laughs> Yeah, you should solicit him for a voicemail. It'd be fantastic. I've just added him as a friend on Facebook. Ah, oh, perfect. So nice. How many friends does he have? Uh, 105. Oh, he's guaranteed to accept them. <laughs> <laughs> needs numbers. Needs numbers. Yeah, exactly. 105 is. I mean, or or he's keeping it to close fa- friends and family. Yeah. Or yeah. he made it like years ago and hasn't touched it. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he. Maybe as soon as we registered callingmonroe.com, he saw it and was like, "Ha ha!" And he took the fucking url on facebook <laughs> yeah. he's just being a shark he's actually our number one fan oh shit maybe or i just thought he was trying to extort us get some money out of us uh, which we don't have because we're not in the top one percent globally if we uh adjust for purchasing power <laughs> 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 oh lord um does anyone have a skill for this week i i already brought the skill what was it? The snake skin. Oh, shit. Yeah, you should have kept that for the skill of the week. So put your hands into a sock and move your fingers up and down like a mouth. Yeah. Nice. nice. <laughs> well, does anyone actually have a skill? Because <laughs> you do? No. Oh, you don't? Fuck. I don't. So, okay, so I have a skill. I have a skill that, uh, I mean, maybe our listeners don't know, but maybe they do. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if you're cooking rice mm-hmm. uh, and you want to make perfectly cooked rice... Mm-hmm. And you don't, like, no one knows how much water to add because, like, rice don't obey normal laws of physics, mm-hmm. right? So what one, you do mm-hmm. is one that to you... two and put the lid on it. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. It's or you not, buy a rice scale, cooker that doesn't and you scale put up. water. Yeah, th- that's that. No, the skill is you put the rice into the pot that you're going to cook it in. Mm-hmm. And then you level it out so that it's just, like, the surface is flat and even. So you could build a house on it, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you put your index finger, mm-hmm. like put it out as if you're pointing and then make it point straight down mm-hmm. and then touch the surface of the rice with it. Don't dig into it, just touch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you add enough water so that the water comes up to the first knuckle on your finger and that's the right amount of rice. And that depends on how long your finger is. Yeah, but it's it's always the right amount of water. That cannot be true. <laughs> try it. Try that it. literally cannot be true. Because that means that if you're having a small amount of rice, you've still got the same additional proportion of water yeah. as other, as you would if you were cooking a huge amount Ragnar, of rice. See, if you would yeah. pick a, an infant and you would like put the finger... Yeah, but infants can't cook rice. It the prerequisite is that well, the point is that it's the person who's cooking the rice has to do it, so it rules out infants. <laughs> so the person who's physically cooking the rice has to do it; otherwise, the rice don't obey. No. Has anyone come across uh, talking about f- of infants? Has anyone come across a five-year-old to test out the uh, the, uh, the I came five-year-old theory? A, I came across a three-year-old. I forgot and? to say, and didn't work. Of course, it didn't because they were three. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they absolutely weren't five. They were three. So for anyone who's forgotten what this skill was, it's that you can tell if someone's older than five or younger than five by asking them to take their right hand and place it over their head and reach their left ear or vice versa. Um, And if they're under five, they won't be able to reach their ear. If they're over five, they will be able to. Yeah. I mean, this was at a third birthday party. (laughs) You have all the kids there just lined up, right? I was an idiot. I only we only got one kid to do it, the birthday Whoever, child. But like, should have, you should have just said to them that whoever uh, whoever got whoever managed to touch their opposing ear could have won an orchidometer. Oh shit! Yeah, that would be amazing. <laughs> oh, I don't think I would have been allowed at that birthday party any longer. I I did joke with Ismail that if she uh, if she entered the competition and then she won, uh, she could wear it as a necklace and it would be the second piece of jewelry I've ever bought her. 
a what was the other one the haribo ring oh third in that case no yeah. i bought her a legit piece of jewelry once what is it just a bracelet what kind of bracelet <laughs> I, don't, I don't know it was a fossil bracelet she likes uh, how fossil. much was it can't remember it wouldn't be that expensive uh, they didn't have a diamond made of I don't, I don't, these are all questions that I just have no idea what the answers are to. Guys. What the hell? I I think these are questions I could answer about almost anything I've given anybody. Really? Yeah. But then you're probably the kind of person who wouldn't re- misread their uh, acceptance letter to university. That's true. I am quite detail-oriented, believe it or not. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of diamonds, we should talk about diamonds at some point in the near mm-hmm. future. Diamonds are a scam, everybody. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a <laughs> one for next week. Yeah, diamonds are uh, they're not rare, <laughs> and they're not special. Can you can you whine about the ne- that next time? Yeah, absolutely, I'll whine about it next time. Uh, all I do is whine, 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 no matter what. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, boys. Uh, do you have anything else you want to say? Do you want to? Uh, Get anything off your chest? Do you want a, a call to action? Uh, I have a call to action. Follow us on Instagram at Calling Monroe. And it, when you do that, uh, send us your snake and you could win an orchidometer. You can actually win an orchidometer. And why the hell wouldn't you want an orchidometer? And the yeah, video cool. of how to do it is on our Instagram as well as our Facebook page. And yeah. listen to last week's episode for the instructions as well. Exactly. So it's uh, it's all there. Uh, yeah, the video. So he does it quite closely on the video. So I would recommend listening to the episode. Uh, I would recommend listening to it anyway because Johan you know, <laughs> is cool. Guys, guys, are you going to interrupt us for your for your parting words? No. <laughs> okay. It's just a message I want to say. Okay. Thank you for bringing a friend. Who are you saying this to? Both of you. Did you say thank you for being a friend or thank you for bringing yes. a friend? No, thank you for being a friend. Well, oh. I guess he's saying both to me because I am a friend and I brought a friend who's you into this whereas i oh i said thank you for being a friend you sound like you are going to go shoot up your school tomorrow i was i was away to say thank, thanks kudia thanks for being my pal too and get all cute and wholesome <laughs> i was like being really wholesome here i was trying to say something nice i'm so sorry uh yeah thank you for being a friend it's a little disconcerting out of the blue, though, is all I'm saying. <laughs> no, but I have a parting word also. Okay. I mean, it, I hope it's not your final words. <laughs> no, it's my Are you going to be here for the next episode? <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, so, uh, do this, what I said. Ugh, horrible grammar. Uh, <laughs> follow us on Instagram <laughs> do and do all that. <laughs> and all that shit. Oh, uh, yeah. My name's Ragnar, and I'm just really detail-orientated. Shut up. Okay. I should take that really personally. <laughs> uh, email oh yeah, my name's Paul. Ragnar, and I'm actually just really detail orientated. Are you going to say this every time I speak? <laughs> Jesus! Uh, Hi, I'm Ragnar. And I'm just <laughs> detail oriented. <laughs> what the hell? I I I can't speak English. No. Uh, detail oriented. This That's is the cool. final episode of Calling Monroe. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Email us at callingmonroe.gmail.com. Follow us at callingmonroe on Instagram. Watch the video. Send us a snake. Um, something else I was going to say? No, there's more I was going to say. Uh, what is it again? Listen to all our podcasts. There was something I was I was doing more. Fuck. You guys, by making fun of me, you threw me off my game. <laughs> well, I say my parting words. Can uh, I say my parting words? Yeah, fine. Parting words me. Can I start? Yeah. My name is Ragnar, I don't know. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> the middle of life is if. Do you want to like explain this quote in any way? or like? No, what? it's just L-I-F-E. <laughs> yeah, I, no, <laughs> we get the practicality. No, like I don't explain it The middle it of life is if. No, but like explain the, why is it deep? Because the life is a question. It's <sighs> like... Is it? Nothing is sure. Nothing is definite. And yeah, be kind. Hey, be kind. Monroe, do you have any parting words? I have a mum joke to finish on. Not a dad joke, because it was my mum that told me it. Mm, okay. What did the traffic light say? What? Don't look at me. I'm changing. <laughs> uh, oh, Lord. Um... I have a good joke. Uh, 
that was a pick. It was a meme sort of thing that I saw today, and the, it was four panels. And the first panel was, um, somewhat. Hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna look this up so I don't fuck it up. Yeah, this is this is what our podcast has become: me speaking <laughs> memes out loud. <laughs> first panel is a man who's uh, who's clearly not see through speaking to another man who is see through. And he says, "What's going on? I can see through. I can see through you. I know where it's going." And the the see through guy says, "My son told me he's transgender." And then the third panel, he says, "So that makes me." And then the fourth panel, transparent. <laughs> nice. <laughs> hey, uh, I remember what I was going to say before. So uh, do all those things that said I Instagram Monroe, uh, and also. Uh, so we're going to be drawing the winner of the snake challenge uh, when we record next week's episode, I guess. Or yeah. it'll be done. Uh, anyway, it'll happen next Monday. Um, and uh, two Mondays from now, we're going to be releasing a special episode, right? Go on. Isn't that the plan? Uh, or which Monday is it? When is the 7th of Oh, so September. in a week. So when you're listening to this, uh, then oh. in a week will be the, both the special episode and we will announce who the winner of the snake challenge is. So yeah, when you're listening to this, uh, be excited for one week from now because that's going to be uh, a special occasion. <clears throat> mm. um, until then, I think that you should all keep on trucking. Goodbye, folks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. If you're feeling low, there's one thing that makes your heart start to glow. Calling Monroe, calling Monroe, calling Monroe, calling Monroe, I'm calling Monroe.